Thank you for tuning into the weekly sermon from Journey of Hope, a United Methodist community. We are a welcoming community that fosters belonging and acceptance. Through ministries, we enable individuals to transform their lives as they learn to follow Jesus Christ. We follow the guidance of the Spirit in sharing our faith through missional adventures, building relationships, and offering our witness to our community and world. We serve the Elgin, Illinois area and are located at the corner of Randall Road and Highland. To learn more about us, you can check us out at johumc.org or any of our social media platforms by searching Journey of Hope. And now, here is this week's message. Haggai chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. In the second year of King Darius, on the first day of the sixth month, the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai to Jerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, son of Josedag, the high priest. This is what the Lord Almighty says. These people say the time has not yet come to rebuild the Lord's house. Then the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai. Is it a time for you yourselves to be living in your paneled houses while the house remains a ruin? Now this is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. You have planted much, but harvested little. You eat, but never have enough. You drink, but never have your fill. You put on clothes, but are not warm. You earn wages only to put them in a purse with holes in it. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. Go up into the mountains and bring down timber and build my house so that I may take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. You expected much. But see, it turned out to be very little. What you brought home, I blew away. Why, declares the Lord Almighty, because of my house, which remains a ruin, while each of you is busy with your own home. Therefore, because of you, the heavens have withheld their dew and the earth its crops. I called for a drought on the fields and the mountains, on the grain, the new wine, the olive oil, and everything else the ground produces, on people and livestock, and all the labor of your hands. May God bless the reading, hearing, and understanding of his word. Amen. Thank you, Gary. Yes, sir. Yes. Haggai, wonderful book that you know I love so well. I preached on this book a few times, I think. So uh, a lot of people go, oh, now I know where that book is. <laughs> what does a fresh start mean to you? When you hear those words, is there a certain image or memory that surfaces in your life of this fresh start? Have you experienced fresh starts in your family or friend relationships? Maybe a fresh start with a new job or, or maybe just a, a clean room. That can certainly offer a fresh start. 
This can also be the way it is in your spiritual life. God offers us new life through Jesus Christ. However, most of us can attest to the new life or fresh start that we received about three years ago. In 2020, we formed Journey of Hope with the merger of Wesley and Epworth United Methodist Churches. Something new came to this sacred space, a fresh start. Three years later, here we stand, ready yet for another fresh start. 531 moments abound. Will you pray with me? Gracious and almighty God, we have heard scripture passages. We have heard uh, your voice speak through Haggai And now we long to hear your voice again today. So God, I ask that you would speak, that that the words that I say would no longer be my own, but that they would be your words for your people, your message for the people of Journey of Hope. All this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. So our message today does come from the book of Haggai, a book that I have preached on before, but it has a wonderful story for us right where we are. First, let me tell you that although the days and months don't sound like it, the time when Haggai began prophesying about the temple was about September 520 B.C. In case you haven't noticed, it is September. Very quickly, a little context of the story, and Gary shared a little bit of this. Prior to Haggai's message from God, the Israelites were exiled from Jerusalem. They had to leave everything in behind, including Solomon's temple, which was by far the most beautiful place in the world that they could think of. This is how they left it, but this was not the same when they returned. When they finally returned from exile, they saw what was done to the temple while they were forced away. It was destroyed completely. Not a single stone remained in place, is what Scripture tells us. Nothing was left. Now, we could think that the people would want to immediately get back to work and and rebuild this sacred space where God was believed to have resided. But things don't always turn out the way we think they will. The people were more interested in their homes, in their own lives. The people wanted to take care of themselves. They were not interested in rebuilding the temple. Maybe they thought that they could never build it the way Solomon built it. It would never look that way ever again. Who knows? The people were selfish, looking out for themselves. Uh, My dad would always talk about a certain Peanuts character. All I want is what I have coming to me. All I want is my fair share. Any Sally fans out there? Yeah. She was in it for her, no one else at that particular moment. She was selfish. She was inward-looking. Someone once said, a life devoted to oneself is rarely fulfilling. I wonder if any work had begun on the temple. I wonder if uh, maybe a couple of families started to gather the stones and tried to put them back together. Maybe, Maybe design a smaller temple. That would be easier to build. But the rest of the people seemed to just be content with what was happening. 
with the temple. Maybe they thought it would be too much work. They could never get the temple to return to its former glory, so why bother? However, in our passage today, we hear about a result of their attitude. Because of their contentment, relying on themselves and selfish desires, we hear that there was a drought. Nothing was growing. Food became scarce. There was never really enough. There was no abundance. Three years ago, we left the realm of contentment with our churches the way they were. We believed that God would provide for us, even in the midst of what we believed to be scarcity. We came together, acknowledging our losses, facing a change, and trusting where God was leading. Three years ago, we trusted God to provide. We trusted God to lead us. We trusted God with our whole heart. And look where we are today. We decided that the status quo would not be good enough and took some bold steps into the unknown. God has taken our faith, increased it, and placed us on a path, on a journey of hope. God is good. God is good all the time. And all the time... Good, yes, but here we are standing on the precipice of yet another leap of faith. God has brought us to this point for such a time as this. For such a time as this. Today, we launch Journey of Hope Bartlett. Some of you are celebrating as you see God's vision for this community of faiths. Some of you are not so sure. Can I tell you, it's okay to be scared. I know because, as my cousin Vinny says, I'm a little scared. (laughs) There are so many little pieces to work out, so many things that still need our attention, and so many things that will come up in the next few weeks, in the next months, maybe the next year. Let me give you permission to be scared if you needed that. Let me give you permission to be worried, maybe even to be a little anxious. This is normal. However, we need to remember God's word through Haggai in verse 13. Because in verse 13, although it wasn't read this morning, it says, I am with you, says the Lord. I am with you. We at Journey of Hope Elgin need to trust in God. We need to truly believe in where God is leading us. Even if it seems like the unknown, we need to put God first in all that we do. We need to lean not on our own understanding, but on that of God's. We've put this merger in God's hands a long time ago. And now it's time to just trust God and to build and to see where God is leading. Haggai's words cry out to us today. Consider your ways, is what he says. Go, get the supplies, and build. 
build the temple physically and spiritually and do this first, laying aside all of our personal agendas. Lay aside the idea that we want to be glorified. I know that might be hard, but leave that aside that this is not for us. This is not for us. Everything that we do should be to give God all the glory, to give Jesus Christ all the praise, and to follow the Spirit's guidance in all things. Remember that, that phrase, seek first the kingdom of God and all other things will be given to you. Seek first the kingdom of God. Not seek first our own personal thoughts. Not seek first our own political agendas. Not seek first our own desires for what we want to see, but to seek God's vision. Seek first the kingdom of God, and then everything else will fall into place. I know that you can all remember times when you did that, when you said, okay, God, I can't do this anymore. I'm just going to give it all over to you, and then all of a sudden, everything is just laid out in front of you. It's like pieces fall into place. We, it's like, Mary, we find all those puzzle pieces, and they fit right in. When we trust God and put God first, seek God first, build the kingdom first, and witness what God is doing in this journey of hope. Are you ready? Are we ready to step into that unknown and to build the kingdom with God's help? Will you pray with me? Gracious and almighty God, God, we hear this message, a challenging message of, of sometimes leaving all of our own personal wants and desires behind so that we may follow you. And so God, help us. Help us to do that. Help us to, to follow you in all of our ways. That, that, that God, we no longer look for dreams and visions of our own, but your dreams and visions. That we look for your guidance in all things. And that we continue to build the temple. To build the temple physically and spiritually. That we reach out into our communities and love you and love our neighbors as ourselves. God, because we can only do this through the power that you give us. All this I ask in the mighty and the matchless name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. We are the church together. We are Journey of Hope. We are called by God to share the message of hope, grace, and love with all of those around us as we build the temple, build the temple physically and spiritually. And so now the challenge is for us to continue to go and rebuild that temple. Go, knowing that the love of God, the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit goes with you, and it goes with you always. Amen.